0: Hello. No. <laughs> and that's the start of the show. <laughs> Welcome to Covered in Death and Darkness. Darkness. If you couldn't hear that. <laughs> right. I was
1: panic when you do that because I don't know where you're gonna stop and then I'm like, which word is he gonna make me say? And then I'm like, oh.
0: Welcome. <laughs> the next word was two. Okay. um remember
1: when you were little and you used to say right we'll make a story but we'll do each word
0: oh should we do that right now just to Go start ahead. the podcast off. <laughs> all right you ready mm-hmm. i'll let you start because i think you get a good start with stories you are so very beautiful and smelly <laughs> <laughs> full stop
1: that doesn't count
0: <laughs> no no I'm saying full stop my next word where it is uh, you are so beautiful and smelly <laughs> full stop
1: this podcast
0: <laughs> not the direction I thought this was gonna go has
1: smell vision <laughs>
0: available to each person <laughs> currently listening to this episode. Oh. Full stop.
1: <laughs> it it feels uncomfortable
0: <laughs> when
1: Jake
0: <laughs> talks. when <laughs> <think> <laughs> Jake grabs his mm-hmm. <laughs> toes and holds his foot like it's a hand
1: <laughs> I know someone that actually does that and it makes us feel sick it's
0: really weird I think that what's his face that, you know, that guy we saw in, um, in the waitress musical he was in Joe Strictly, yeah, Joe, Joe Sugg, um, he, he put a picture of him and his lass in some country um, and she, you know them pictures where people are like, the person taking the picture has just the hand in frame mm-hmm. and the person is like sort of like dragging them somewhere and that one yeah. hands, except it was his foot. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny picture. Right, today we are doing letter D in the ABCs of Death and Darkness.
1: De-de-de-de-de.
0: defense for all the nfl fans out there <laughs> um all right well i guess we'll just get started um it was you that went first last week
1: i can't remember I that was a it week was ago i <laughs> barely remember what i did today <laughs>
0: fair enough fair enough uh yes yeah, so i think it was you that went first last week so i think i will go first this week um so
1: hear yeah, my neck cracker
0: i did it came from all the way across the room
1: and i had my head massage yesterday it just tilted my head to the side and it like cracked so loud Ooh. So i was like oh that's nice Ooh, that
0: sounds, that sounds magic um right so uh i was looking up lots of different things to do for d um give me a little nod obviously it won't come across on the podcast but give <laughs> me a little no- but that's the point though give me a little nod if any i did, get any- I did it's because i just ate chocolate it. um give me a little nod if you th- if you think you've if 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 bleh. wow my oh, wait, brain man. melted
1: christmas coming you know
0: <laughs> give me a little nod if you've done any of these right. okay so david thomas dawson
1: if i've done any of these <laughs>
0: If you've covered the topic, of I
1: thought you people. meant like <laughs> if I've done like say like drank something or like
0: no, like because
1: I was this, like a person. The, <laughs> that's very specific. I've also,
0: <laughs> I've also done research into these people, but then I settled on someone else. So when today, well, for these notes for these episode, no. eh, right. I have done a specific person for this episode. Right. <laughs> this is <laughs> the spelling out portion of ABCs of Death and Darkness.
1: Yeah, but you only meant to pick one. Yes,
0: but I looked into different people in the run-up to doing the one I All picked. Right, okay. So, one of these could be the yeah, one you've chosen.
1: No, but sometimes I don't pick a person with the D as a letter. Sometimes I pick like a thing, like my first one was like Acid Bath Killer.
0: True, but did you pick someone to begin with D?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Okay, fair enough. I won't say it then. Anyway, the uh, the ones I was going to cover was a guy called David Thomas Dawson, someone called Donald Demag, someone called Dian Valentinov... Dianov? Why, what a name. Donald David Dilbeck. Yes, literally all of these are alliteration. And finally, the DuPont de Ligones family murder. But instead... I went for something a little bit closer to home. I went with Derek Bird and the Cumbria shootings. Right. Now you'll remember this eventually when I start talking. Probably. Um. All right. So the so no- does
1: that mean then when we get oh you're going to do mode I mean, keep it close at home.
0: Why not? I mean, you <laughs> can do Ramot if you want to. You're his best mate. Uh. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: New knew <realm> mode.
0: <laughs> well, it was you that turned up with a dressing gown and a fishing no, rod and a Gaza. chicken. That oh, was Gaza. <laughs> yeah, sorry, whoops. Um, <laughs>
1: I saved him at work once.
0: <laughs> you worked in a bar. That's not good. <laughs>
1: he had a coffee.
0: Oh, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. He was actually quite
1: it? nice. He gave us a kiss on the cheek and called us princess. And every time we walked past where I worked, he'd always like give us a wink and smile and wave. And, and a work. paper. Yeah, he gives a newspaper as well.
0: <laughs> right, so uh, just to preface to preface this, I wrote this as if it was going to be, um, like a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit more drawn out than my usual notes. But anyway, here we go. In a society such as the UK, the worst acts of violence that you're used to hearing about on the news don't usually involve weapons such as guns, do they?
1: Not in the UK. Usually, no.
0: no. As Charlie just alluded to before, Raul Moat was a guy who went on the run in Newcastle. And at one point he was the country's most wanted man because he shot and maimed a police officer at a roundabout really not far from anywhere in Newcastle. It's literally, it's, it was a roundabout over the A1. Yeah. Um, and then unfortunately that police officer uh, died. Um not because of that. Not because of that, but I think it was because like obviously he he went blind and like, his quality of life was really down, so yeah. Um but just before the Realmote murders happened, um I think he actually only killed one person, didn't
1: he? I don't remember.
0: He shot and killed his ex-girlfriends. Anyway, it's not about Realmote. Um just before the Realmote spree, there was Derek Bird. Um the cases have been linked over the years purely because of like the timing and the um like the distance between them. The Cumbria shootings are known as one of the worst criminal acts to involve firearms in the history of Great Britain. Derek Bird was a father of two sons and a grandfather, um, and he was a self-employed taxi driver in Whitehaven, Cumbria. He lived by himself in a place called Rowraw. I think that's how you pronounce it. R-O-W-R-A-H. Rorah. And he was described as a very popular person. Which makes what he did all the more baffling. Um, Bird was no stranger to guns. He actually uh, had a shotgun certificate since 1974. And he actually had that certificate renewed a bunch of times. Um, He also had a certificate for a rifle, which he got in 2007.
1: Did he live on a farm?
0: Uh, Well... No. <laughs> in in the UK, it's... The the most common reason for owning a gun is pest clear, control. Oh, I
1: was going to say clear pigeon shooting. Well,
0: yeah. Pest control. Um, As sport and self-defense aren't grounds enough to grant you a certificate to own a gun.
1: Yeah. Because I've been clear pigeon shooting with a proper big shotgun.
0: Mm. Well, I bet you that was on a farm. my friend's hen party, huh? But I bet you that was on a farm. It was, yeah. Exactly. Um
1: it was very fun you would have enjoyed it i know i would have it enjoyed hurts.
0: it oh yeah, i'm sure the kickback is a bit of a bitch um
1: mainly because i didn't have it in the right position and yeah, then it I took bet. us five goals and then the guy was like um, i think you're holding it wrong i was like what you <laughs> gonna told us that before bob
0: <laughs> who on the trigger what are you doing man um he has something that might shock americans in the UK, the caliber of gun that you can own is limited to the amount of land you possess. So if you have a tiny little back garden, you're not allowed a gun. But if you have acres and acres of land water
1: pew, pew, pistol. Yeah, exactly. Pew.
0: Um so if you have acres and acres of land, you can have a big like a big fuck off gun if you want to. Mm. Um Gun ownership in general, as you have already alluded to in many episodes of this podcast, is frowned upon in the UK. Yes, it and is. And it usually comes as a shock to find out that someone owns one.
1: And it still baffles my mind how guns are legal in America, but Kinder Eggs, on the other hand.
0: Exactly, yes. <laughs> and they get banned if you if you, they get confiscated if you send one to America. Um so on the morning of June second, two thousand ten, Derek Bird drove from his home in Rorah to his twin brother's house in Lamp. Lamplu Lamp Lamplu Lamp Lamplu.
1: Where rubbish at names <laughs> place
0: names. The the UK has some weird uh, even names. Even
1: human names?
0: Yeah, that too. Um <laughs> with him, he took his twenty two caliber rifle, which he would use to shoot his brother in the head and body a total of eleven times.
1: What? His twin.
0: His twin brother. He would Was then Is there a motive for this or Oh well? open for debate. He would then drive to Frizington, where he would make his way to the home of his family solicitor, Kevin Commons. Commons attempted to drive away from Bird as he confronted him with a double-barrel shotgun. Bird fired twice at Commons' moving car and managed to hit him once in the shoulder. Commons then staggered from the car to the entrance of a farmyard, of his farmyard, sorry, where Bird caught up to him and shot him twice in the head with his rifle.
1: Jesus.
0: Are you keeping an account of the body count? That's two. That's two.
1: So it's all in one day that this is all Oh open. yeah.
0: The police were notified at 20 past 10 in the morning. But by that time, Bird had already moved on to Whitehaven, where he operated as a taxi driver. The call was delayed because the witness, who called the Cumbria Constabulary to tell them what was happening, waited to ask neighbours what to do first. <laughs> do not Don't question your know, actions. Just do it. She also accidentally gave out some false information that could have been very costly, as she said that Bird was carrying an air rifle, Which
1: not a twenty-two yeah. caliber rifle.
0: Yeah, an air rifle. Um, so as upon his arrival in Whitehaven, Bird would travel to the home of a friend who had borrowed a shotgun belonging to Bird and asked for it back. Just think about borrowing a shotgun for a second in the UK yeah. and then move along. All
1: right, me can I just? Can I just borrow your shotgun tonight? <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, mate, yeah. Hi, The friend didn't answer the door, though. Instead, his wife did. And she told him that she didn't have access to the gun. That may have actually saved her life as he moved on after that. So just after 10.30am, Bird drove his car to a... Ju- to um, a Is this ju-
1: all happening in the morning?
0: Oh Well, not all, but it happened throughout the day.
1: No, but like it started in really early in the morning. Yeah. Bird drove his- woke up on the wrong side of the bed, didn't I? Well, his conflict?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, just after ten thirty a.m., Bird drove his car to a Duke Street Whitehaven taxi rank, where he met a fellow taxi driver named Darren Rucastle. Bird and Rucastle were not fond of each other. They'd had conflicts in the past, where Bird took offence to Rucastle's behaviour and would have fares stolen by Rucastle. And there was even one incident where Rucastle damaged the tyres on Bird's taxi and openly bragged about doing it. Oh dear. Bird called Rucastle over to his car, and when he approached, Bird shot him twice at point-blank range with his rifle, hitting him across most of his torso and the lower part of his head. That's three. That's three. Bird then drove alongside a different taxi driver, Donald Reed, and shot him in the back. Bird doubled back on himself in a bid to finish Reed off, firing two shots at him while he waited for emergency personnel. Bird missed the second and third shots, and Reed actually managed to survive. He would repeat his movements, this time moving alongside another taxi driver named Paul Wilson. This time he tried the same tactic he'd used on Rue Castle and called Wilson over to his car. Once he was close enough, Bird fired the shotgun at Wilson and got him in the right side of the head. Wilson was severely wounded, but lived. Jesus. Following these shootings, local unarmed police began to follow Bird. When they were tailing him, Bird fired his shotgun again, this time on Coach Road at a passing taxi. He hit and injured the driver, Terry Kennedy, and his passenger, Emma Percival. Bird would then turn his attention to the following officers. He aimed the shotgun at them, which made them take cover. The strange thing here is that he didn't fire at the officers, he just aimed at them and instead he then took advantage of their distraction to flee the scene. So news of the shootings in Whitehaven spread resulting in residents of the town and neighboring towns to stay indoors. This was urged because the Northumbria Constabulary and the Civil Nuclear Constabulary, didn't know that was a thing, but the Civil Nuclear Constabulary were engaging in a massive manhunt for bird. The next relatively short period of time involved Bird driving through some local towns and randomly firing at people, oh employing God. the same method that he'd used against Castle and Wilson, in calling them over to his taxi and firing at them at close range. So, on the first leg of his spree, he was near the town of Egremont, where he fired at a woman, Jacqueline Williamson, as she walked her dog. He thankfully missed her though and escaped without injury. He then entered Egremont and came across Susan Hughes. She was walking back from a shopping trip when Bird shot her in the chest and abdomen with his shotgun. That wasn't the killing blow for Hughes though, so Bird got out of the car, got into a tussle with her, before he ended her life by shooting her in the back of the head with his rifle.
1: What the hell? Fucking
0: cold-blooded.
1: Psychopath?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He then drove on to Bridge End, where he encountered Kenneth Fishburne walking towards him. Bird shot Fishburne with his shotgun, hitting him fatally in the head and chest. That's another one. Following Fishburne, Bird drove on until he encountered Leslie Hunter, who he called over to his taxi. Hunter was shot at close range in the face with the shotgun, and then shot again in the back. Incredibly, Hunter survived his injuries. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Bird then travelled south to Thornhill, where he shot a teenager, Ashley Glaster, with the shotgun, but thankfully missed her entirely and didn't stick around for a second attempt. After Thornhill, he passed through Carlton, Car- Carlton, Carlton, I'm going to say, on the way to Wilton Village. In Wilton, Bird tried to visit a man named Jason Carey, who was a member of the same driving club as Bird. Bird left shortly after arriving though because Kerry's wife was the one who answered the door echoing what had just happened when he tried to retrieve the shotgun from his mate's safe and the wife answered the door. Yeah. Back in uh, Whitehaven. Bird then decided nah I'm not gonna waste any more time now. Soon after he shot and killed Jennifer Jackson shooting her once with his shotgun in the chest and twice in the head with his rifle. He then drove on past Townhead Farm but suddenly decided to turn back towards it, he would then fire his shotgun again where he would fatally hit James Jackson, the husband of Jennifer, in the back of the head. At the same time, he injured Christy Hunter Hall, hitting her in the back. Bird continued on back to Carlton where he shot Isaac Dixon while he was conversing with a farmer. Bird fatally shot him twice at close range with his shotgun. Bird then happened upon Gary Purdom a former semi-professional rugby player who was working in a field outside the Red Admiral Hotel in Boonwood, just outside Gosforth. Not the Gosforth in Newcastle, the Gosforth over on that side of the country. him, mm. was shot and killed. Bird's next move was to drive on to C-scale where, while on the drive, Bird slowed his car and waved to other drivers to pass him. While passing him, he fired his shotgun towards the car of James Jamie Clark. Clark was hit in the head by the blast and it wasn't clear at first as to what killed Clark, the car crash or the shotgun blast, but it was eventually found to be the gunshot. Um, Bird then killed another motorist as he crossed paths with a man named Harry Berger. The two literally had to cross paths with one another at a one-way passage beneath a railway bridge. Berger waved Bird through, who shot him as he passed literally uh, hitting him twice and causing a severe injury in his right arm. By this point, there were three armed response vehicles in pursuit of Bird, but were slowed down yet again when they got to Bird's vehicle as it blocked their path. The armed police had to push his car out of the way before they could continue his chase.
1: Jesus. Did they have like helicopters out on their then as well?
0: Oh, they had literally everything out like if you thought raul moat was wanted and like he was basically the most hated man in britain because he shot a cop mm. just think about what someone's doing if he's targeting everyone i mean literally yeah. the only people he hasn't shot right at this point is children
1: it's actually like grand theft auto isn't yeah. it when you drive past people in the game
0: pretty much um so using the time that he had gained from the distraction of Burgess' car blocking the road Baird was able to drive along the seafront and onto Drigg Road. There he fired two shots at Michael Pike, who was riding his bicycle in front of him, missing the first shot but hitting him with the second one in the head, ending his life. A matter of seconds passed between the death of Pike and the death of another. On the same street, Bird shot and killed Jane Robinson after he had called her over to his car. He shot her at point-blank range in the neck and head. Jane would be the final person he would murder. Bird caught another lucky break after Jane, though. His driving became even more erratic, and at 11.33 a.m., he passed a vehicle containing PC Philip Lewis and PC Andrew Leverack. They made after him, but ended up being held up by some roadworks and lost him. Bird had evaded police yet again. And it's not even lunchtime. Not long after, Bird drove into Exdale, Esk, Eskdale, God, these place names, Eskdale Valley, where he used his rifle to shoot Jackie Lewis in the neck. He then uh, he would then stop beside Fiona Moretta, who leaned into his passenger side window, thinking he was going to ask for directions. Instead, he shot her in the chest with the rifle before continuing on to the village of Boot. That's right, there is a village in England called Boot. Once in There's somewhere
1: Boot, near Durham called Pity Me. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's funny. Pity Me. Once in Boot, Bird went to a place called Sims Travel and began firing at near- nearby people. But luckily, he missed everyone. He waded further into Boot and continued firing at random and missing until he fired at a man named Nathan Jones, who he injured with a shot to the face. Not long after Jones, Bird shot a couple who had stopped for a photo. He shot and severely wounded the face of Samantha Christie with his rifle before turning to Christie's partner, Craig Ross, and telling him to run for it. While running, he fired at Ross as well, but missed him entirely. He told him to run and then shot him.
1: Like a game?
0: Yeah. You start having fun with this. This was the beginning of the end, though.
1: Does he have kids? Yes. And a wife?
0: Yes. I don't know if he had a wife, but he had two. he had two kids and he was a grandfather. Bird would then fire at two cyclists who escaped unharmed after crashing his taxi into a um, into a few vehicles as well as a stone wall. This badly damaged one of the tyres on his car. He carried on for a short while, but had to abandon his car at a place called Doctor Bridge near Boot after the damaged tyre had completely gone flat. This was when a family of four who were completely unaware of what the hell had just occurred, not far from them stopped to offer Bird some help. Bird turned them down though and advised that they leave. That to me suggests that he didn't want to shoot kids. Yeah. So he grabbed the rifle from the car and set off for Oak Howe Woods. The last time anyone saw Bird alive was 12.30pm. Shortly after, police confirmed to the public that there had been fatalities and that they were still searching for the suspect. It wasn't long before they were also announcing the search for the driver of a Citroen Xara Picasso, confirming the suspect to be Derek Bird. At 12.36pm, armed police and dog handlers found Bird's abandoned car and began to search the woods for him. By 2pm, Deputy Constable Stuart Hyde announced that they had found the body of Bird in the Oak woods. He was found with his rifle right beside him after having used it to end his own life. With this information, the police confirmed to the public that it was now safe for them to leave wherever it was that they had taken, shelter and would resume their day-to-day activities, although it was no surprise that no one could really do that. Yeah. In the hours that followed, it was confirmed to the public in a police press conference in Whitehaven that 12 people had been murdered, with 11 people injured. Three of the injured were in critical condition. They also confirmed the suspect to be dead. The police confirmed that he used a double-barrel shotgun and a 22-calibre rifle with a scope and silencer attached to it. They had 30 different crime scenes to investigate.
1: Jeez,
0: this is actually the worst mass shooting in Britain since the Dunblane school massacre in 1996.
1: It begins with the day as well.
0: Yeah, exactly, which had a body count of 18 people. Um, which. That's a really interesting story. I might go back and do that at some point. Um. But later reports said that Bird was found to have six rounds left for his rifle still on him, with an initial eight still in the gun. In total, he fired close to fifty rounds during his rampage, firing twenty-nine from the rifle and eighteen from the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. And bear in mind, with a double bar shotgun, you fire twice, you have to reload. Yeah. When his home was later searched. Over seven hundred and fifty live rounds for his twenty two caliber rifle was discovered, along with two hundred and forty live shotgun shells and a considerable amount of financial paperwork. Oh god. Mm. His spree took place over a fifteen mile or twenty four kilometre stretch of the Cumbrian coastline. The incident sparked outrage and debate and called into question the matter of further gun control in the United Kingdom. The Dunblane School Massacre and the Hungerford shootings led to an increase in gun control in the country. But people called for even more because of Derek Bird. People also had one major question on their minds. Why? Yeah. What possible motive did Derek Bird have for shooting so many people? Unfortunately, we'll never truly know the answer.
1: Did they not ask his kids?
0: Well, there are a few theories. I mean, I don't know if they actually did ask the kids, but um, one of the theories was that he held a grudge. He had worked as a joiner in the cellophane nuclear power plant until 1990 when he resigned because he was accused of stealing wood. Now, if you're casting your mind back, he was trying to help find him with the police. The civil nuclear constabulary. Mm-hmm. So basically, the power plant's police service. Yeah. Um.
1: And then someone had borrowed the shotgun off
0: him. Mm. He was and even...
1: someone else was stealing these tabs for his... Um...
0: His fares. Yeah, his fares. Yeah. Um, he was even convicted of stealing the wood and was given a 12-month suspended sentence. It's not known whether or not they were targeted or shot by coincidence, but three of the dead were former employees of the plant. This could have been the reason... But 20 years is a long time to snap after holding a grudge, and there was absolutely no evidence to suggest that the resignation was the actual reason for the killing spree. One of the wounded, Terry Kennedy, described himself as one of Derek Bird's best friends and told of how Bird claimed that he was in a relationship with a girl from Thailand that he met while on holiday in Pattaya. Now, when I hear in a relationship with a girl from Thailand, I think of... Uh...
1: Purchasing one online? What are you going to say? Lady boy.
0: (laughs) Um, Another friend claimed that he had sent £1,000 to the Thai girl, who subsequently dumped him via text, suggesting Bird had been made a fool out of, quote-unquote. Could that have been the reason that he ended up shooting the west coast of England? (laughs) I doubt it, but it's one theory. His own father's will was even called into question too, as his family was currently involved in a dispute over it. The speculation as to whether or not this was the reason for the spree was given more credibility when it was revealed that he had targeted his brother and his family solicitor, killing them both. Finally, the final theory was that he had snapped while being investigated for tax evasion. While investigating the killings, the police found that HMRC were carrying out, that's uh, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, were carrying out an investigation and looking into the possibility of future punishment. The thought of having a monetary punishment or being served with prison time may have made him do what he did. A fellow taxi driver, Mark Cooper, who had known Bird for 15 years, revealed that Bird had accumulated £60,000 in a secret bank account and was paranoid about being sent to prison for hiding the money. This goes so much deeper than a guy just randomly shooting people.
1: Yeah, Well it usually does doesn't it? For mm. well, the reasons why they do it.
0: Yeah, Bird was said to have thought that his solicitor and his brother were conspiring against him and were building a case against Bird to send him to prison for the hidden money and tax evasion. In the D's in the days? In the days leading up to the spree, Bird called his brother 44 times. What? That's more than I have missed calls from you when you're trying to get hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get
1: your mum on your case. Uh, exactly.
0: <laughs> so all of that could just be circumstantial, but people have killed for less. So we may never truly know why Derek Bird decided to uh, grab his guns one day and just go shooting people or hunting people as it seemed it could have been any one of those things mentioned or a combination of a lot either way it's still one of the worst things to ever happen in recent memory in the UK in fact this massacre took place almost exactly 1 month before the Real Mo incident took place it left a lot of people on edge for a while i myself was nearly an adult and my parents were still reluctant to let me go anywhere i was 17 <laughs> And they didn't want to let me go anywhere. Yeah. It's crazy to think that you could just be walking down the street after shopping or and walking your dog.
1: kill you and take your life away.
0: When suddenly someone just fires a high-powered gun in your direction with the intent to kill. It's pretty harrowing to think of. And it's something that I truly hope that none of you out there ever have to experience. And that is the story of Derek Bird. And the world is all so much a worse place for it. Yeah. Like
1: it's like when people say, "Oh, I'm scared of like terrorists and stuff like that," and then they're like, "Oh, I'm, I don't want to go shopping. I don't want to go into town when it's busy because it's like high risk." Mm. But then that's giving them what they want. Yeah. Because they want you to be scared and they want you to not go about your day and stuff like this makes mm-hmm. people not want to go about their day because they think anything could happen and exactly people get anxious, don't they?
0: Well, one of the craziest things is the fact that. Um, in America right now at least the most likely candidate to be a terrorist in America is a white middle aged man it's no longer the um, Al Qaeda ISIS suicide bomber it's now more likely to be a screwed up white man I mean look at the Vegas shootings Yeah. look at most of the school shootings that happen like Columbine those were those by and large were kids. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously again, like obviously in the UK, a lot of knife and gun crime is perpetuated by gangs. And a lot of those gangs are made up of um black people. But that's not to say that it's just them doing it, as case in point here and with Rao Mote. Like you can get hold, especially in London or Liverpool. You can get hold of a gun real easy. Doesn't it's not that hard to get one, and it'll be like a little handgun, but it's still a gun that can kill someone. Yeah. As opposed to what Derek Bird did and had actual licenses for them, and then one day it just decided, you know what, I'm gonna go shoot some people. So yeah, it's it's crazy to think that we have such strict gun laws in the UK, and yet people still die because and of people them.
1: Still get them,
0: and people still get them. Yeah.
1: Should have to be like mentally assessed to get a gun.
0: Yeah, you should have to pass some sort, of, some form of like psychological test. Yep. Right. Well, that was my story. What do you have for me?
1: So mine is a decapitation in Dublin.
0: Ooh, the double D. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's actually in a town called Drogheda. I think I said it right. Yeah, I think that's correct, yeah. It's got, it's spelled like D-R-O-G-H-E-D-A.
0: I only know about it because of FIFA.
1: And. Football manager. There's another place where something was found in Drumcondra. So, they're so all the all beginning of the day. All the Ds. So this happened in January 2020.
0: It's currently January 2020.
1: And it's currently still under investigation. Oh
0: my God.
1: So It was a bloody gang war. Holy crap! That's been going on for years, Um, and seventeen-year-old Keen Mulready Woods um, was murdered. Um, His severed head was found in a blazing Volvo hatchback. Holy motherfucker of Christ! Dublin. Um, Detectives believe he was savagely murdered as part of a drug war between Traheda, a town from north of Dublin. So there was like drug wars going on. Good grief. Um, and police pleaded with Owen Maguire who's like a gang like, like a leader. Yeah. Um, and he was left wheelchair bound due to violence that was going on. Um,
0: Jesus Christ.
1: So he was shot in the stomach and the shoulder in a botched murder attempt.
0: Jesus bloody hell. And
1: he's still got a bullet a bullet lodged in his spine but he's paralysed from the waist down. I'm but gonna he's guess still, that
0: it's too unsafe to take that bullet out yeah, because it'll probably like do something to his spinal cord.
1: Yeah. Um, but police have been pleading with him for years to stop the violence, um, and to stop the bloodshed. So they pleaded with him last year, and obviously it's still it's still happening. Yeah. Um, his associates include the Mister Big behind the murder of the real IRA boss Alan Ryan.
0: Holy crap! That's a big deal. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: Um and three gangster enemies now have targets on the backs, including the killer of Mulready Woods. Uh huh. So Keen, Um the gunman who tried to kill Maguire when he was blasted six times in July of twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. And another thug relating to a number of murder bids on his associates. Precious. Um so Keel, Keen Keane Mulready Woods, his last movements. Um so police believed he was abducted and then tortured.
0: Holy crap.
1: Um the body was dismembered and parts were found in two locations in Dublin. Jesus. So on six PM on the Sunday, he was last
0: two locations? Yeah. Oh. So
1: um six PM on Sunday. Um he was last seen alive on Saint Dominic's Bridge. Um nine fifty-five PM Monday. So another full day. Mm-hmm. Um, um, on Moatview Drive a sports bag containing Keen's dismembered limbs were found after being thrown from a moving car into a housing oh. estate and it was found by children.
0: Oh my god man right um, can we just like talk about what type of special person needs to be like first of all taking someone's life to start with that is despicable ta- yeah it takes a special yeah. kind of
1: begins with a D despicable yeah exactly <laughs>
0: It takes a special kind of person to be able to do that in the, yeah. to start with. It then takes a whole level other of, of... To of chop person. someone
1: up afterwards and yeah. then think, right, Well, we'll put, we'll put these here and then we'll put this there and then...
0: Hopefully some kids will find it.
1: Um, so then at one thirty am on Wednesday at Trinity Terrace, Keane's severed head was found inside of a burnt out Volvo.
0: Fucking hell.
1: Police found bloodstained machetes and knives.
0: Ugh can imagine the smell
1: believed to have been used in keen's murder Fuck. and they were found in a shed and then inside the house where the shed was there was blood-soaked floorboards so it's clear that that's where the scene took Jesus place gr-
0: that just made it even worse like it takes oh my god blood-soaked floorboards mm-hmm. imagine reading that on a fucking on like right move
1: so um, <laughs> you wouldn't buy it would you um, hey
0: there's some special people who would
1: yeah, this one's cheap to rent I <laughs> um, <laughs> wonder why a video with the caption fuck with us and you'll lose your head was posted but the police are still unsure whether it's genuine relation or someone just trolling mm-hmm. Um, the bag of um, I've said the bag of lips was found by the children um, images and videos of the chopped up body were in circulation on whatsapp but have since all been taken down and it just spread fear into the community, which obviously it would. And people sharing it were glorifying the gla- the gang crimes, um, and pleas of be pleased to settle the gang feuds are still being asked for, sort I of mean, thing. And then there's people that are in the church who have been asking for years.
0: If cho- if chopping off someone's head and limbs, if you're willing to do that, why would you stop? Like. At what point do we say, alright guys, we might have crossed the line there. Yeah. Like, they're not going to.
1: It was believed that Kane was working for both factions in the feud.
0: Oh, who's a double agent.
1: Um, And the main suspect for his murder was seen drinking at a local pub on the Wednesday.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: He was recently released from jail, and he's been living outside of Dublin due to death threats. But police are still obviously questioning because it's quite fresh, it's quite new. Yeah, of course. Um, as of yesterday, the torso is still missing nine days after the murder.
0: That's January 21st. Yes. 2020.
1: Yes. So the torso is still missing nine days later. So obviously his oh family God. can't give him a proper burial because they don't have all his body parts yeah. yet, which is very distressing for them.
0: Bloody hell, man.
1: And there's a 85,000 bounty for the gangster who's done it. Um, in I gangst- guess that's in euros. <laughs> no, it was in pounds. Because it was from an English article I read. Oh, really? What? Um, gangster Cornelius Price has now recruited extra muscle for the ongoing gang war with um, Keane's killers. And Keane was wearing clothes worth over £1,275 at the time of his murder.
0: All right, two things from that. Sorry, three things from that. One, Cornelius. What a name. Two, how does one recruit for this sort of thing?
1: The interested, like?
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm... D- well... Maybe. Um, no. How do you. Rec- like, you can't exactly but he's been put an recruiting, advert on the TV No, but he's like, been, like, recruiting was, for,
1: through friends and stuff because obviously he's okay, been yeah. recruiting from the UK. I was going to say. From he, around the UK, not just in Dublin. He's uh, been getting people overseas.
0: Oh, I was going to say. From
1: England you, 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 to go over and help.
0: What I was going to say was you can't exactly put an advert on the TV saying, like, I, I was born in Carlisle, but I was raised in the Royal Navy.
1: seen an ad in the paper.
0: <laughs> I was born in Carlisle, but I was raised by a gangster called Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> um and the third thing was th- th- we're gonna need an update yeah as soon as we find anything out about this we have to have an update yeah. and why me uh, sorry and by we i mean me and the podcast listeners this is all on you charlie can you saddle with the pressure
1: <laughs> i don't know where it also <laughs> is
0: i don't know <laughs> that is truly nuts yeah don't know where his torso is Do you
1: know what I think would have been worse Do you know if you were like alive and someone was like chopping your your legs off and your arms off being mm. alive that would be horrific
0: you, well you'd probably pass out from the pain to be fair probably yeah and then die for blood loss yeah well here I
1: feel how comfy my shoes are
0: what a weird thing to say <laughs> I have the shoe you can hear it Ooh, very spongy. Yeah,
1: very nice spongy. Aren't
0: they? Now this is ASMR. This is a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. Have the shoe back. Right, well, uh, no emails this week, but we still ask it's for
1: Someone unloved. We we've only ever had three. Um I wish that I could make a cake made out of rainbows and smiles. We'll all eat, be happy. You does not even go here. Do you even go to the school? No i just have a lot of feelings okay, okay go, go home
0: on. <laughs> should we just turn this cast into the, into the mean girls cast i love mean Girls.
1: <laughs> i'm obsessed with mean girls and musical as well it needs to come to england It does i need to play karen
0: this is a cautionary tale
1: <laughs> based I mean, they... on actual events where people died
0: no well actually in these two cases lots of people died um, <laughs> So, yeah, we haven't got any emails, but by all means, what is the creepiest thing to ever happen to you? That's what we want to know. And you email it in to cidadpodcast at gmail.com. That's cidadpodcast at gmail.com.
1: I might just start asking my family.
0: I mean, by all means. Like me grandma. Does she have an email address?
1: No, but like (laughs) you could get her on the podcast.
0: I mean, you could always send like write one on her behalf and send it to her yeah send it to us from her there we go um
1: i think my mom had one i think she was working in a pub once and um she's seen a ghost in the toilet
0: <laughs> in the toilet or like like in in like the bathroom in the bathroom okay, like right. going through the cubicles <laughs> i just took a shit and there's a there's a ghost in it
1: you're in the <laughs> right place of your shit yourself wouldn't you
0: ah, exactly um so yeah there's that Uh if you like this episode, um there'll be a link in the show notes. If you could go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash death. There'll be links to how you can uh, leave ratings to this podcast on the main uh podcast rating sites. I think it's Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, um Podchaser and Stitcher. Um actually I have a I have a list of all the podcasts. Apps that we are on. Are you ready for this? Go on then. <clears throat> me, 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 me.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, that's how I started the last podcast. Um right, so here we go. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Bullhorn, Breaker, Castbox, Castro, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Luminary, Overcast, Player FM, Pocketcasts, <sighs> Podchaser, Podbean, Podknife. Radio Republic, Spotify, Stitcher, various Android apps, that's what it actually says, and the RSS feed.
1: <laughs> I like how most of that was in alphabetical order.
0: Yes, it was. Um, Here's a really weird one, right? So, you know how podcasts work. You download an app and yes. you can download... Right. Here's a really weird one. Bullhorn, the mm-hmm. second one I said. Yeah. You don't actually have to have an internet connection to be able to listen to it. Eh? You get a phone number... Call the phone number and can listen to a podcast through the phone That's call. So funny! How amazing is that?
1: <laughs> Who on the phone now, my friends? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I really want to try. I, I, there is an app, obviously, where you can like do the traditional thing of download and listen or stream yeah. and listen. But yeah, you can actually call the podcast, yeah, and that is insanely such a good idea you should
1: do a part in the show where it's like they can go back to it if they're ever like feeling lonely and be like hello are you all right yeah i'm all right as well so it sounds like a phone conversation
0: but that reminds me if you go on um our social media we'll send you a link on how to buy private voicemail messages and um, we'll record those for you <laughs> you will <laughs> hello this is charlotte from comfort and death and darkness I Why can't i like sound you right like, don't sound like sarah millican <laughs> it's the easiest geordie accent i can do as a woman <laughs> um, so yeah we're all we're on all of those podcast uh, apps i myself listen to i know it sounds narcissistic but i always listen to our show just in case i've left any um like flubs in there which i have in the past and i've had to go back edit the show and re-upload Um, which is, which I I absolutely love Um, the podcast uh, host that we use, Pinecast. I absolutely love that because I don't have to take the show down to re-upload because I can literally just swap out the mp3 and I love that. Um, But I personally listen on Google Podcasts. It is a very simple app, but it's very annoying because you can't batch, download or edit. So edit. Uh, batch, download, or delete. So, hey Charlie, what podcast app do you use?
1: None. <gasps> what? I don't listen to podcasts. Why? I don't even listen to this. One. <laughs> <laughs> I get embarrassed because I feel like I sound. my voice is horrible.
0: Your voice is not horrible. And there's a reason you're everyone's favourite. I Am say I this every episode.
1: Because I'm the funny one. <laughs> I'm the thick one, that's why. Eh?
0: You still need to listen to my dad wrote a porno.
1: Mm, I really want to listen to the um the Rosie Ramsey and Chris Ramsey one, and
0: it's a great podcast. And you can listen to their podcast on Apple Podcasts.
1: I have Apple Podcasts. There on you my go. There's phone, your podcast. But I app. don't really.
0: There's your podcast app. Um, I know a lot of people use Spotify now as well. I feel
1: like if I drove, if it took as longer to get to work, I would probably listen to something like that. But yeah, but it literally, it literally takes, like takes me to, like five ten <laughs> minutes to get work, so I feel like it's pretty pointless. And then in the night time, I don't read really, like. If I want to listen to something, it's got to be music to yeah. match my feelings. See, Or I'll watch What TV. you've just
0: said there, I literally do the exact opposite. When I was driving to your house tonight, I I don't, I don't can't explain it. I was going to listen to a song and then I was like, I cannot listen to music right now. I've got to listen to a podcast. So I, I finished um, Hang on, I need to find out what the podcast is called. So I do it justice because it was an amazing podcast. I actually finished it on the way to your house. Um
1: when I drive back down to London I will I promise I will listen to an episode. Just one. Well we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um <laughs> I did try and listen to it once and then I was like cringing at, at myself.
0: But you're the only one listening to it. it's like you listen to it in a group.
1: No, but I mean like <laughs> I know that people are no listen to it now because they're because like, 'cause I'll mention it in passing that I do a podcast with you. And they're like you do a podcast. What's it called? Tell us. I want to listen to it. And then I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I have to tell them. And then I feel really embarrassed, thinking that everyone listens now.
0: So the podcast I was listening to is called Monster, the Zodiac Killer.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Way more information than the movie and the book ever gave. <laughs> um.
1: I still haven't seen Zodiac because I fell asleep.
0: It's a fantastic movie, even if it might be slightly tainted after listening to that <laughs> podcast.
1: Every time I hear the word Soldier I just think if, when you asked me if I was listening to you.
0: God, I'm going to tell that story again now. <laughs> Charlie, typing away on our phone. As always. M- me. So do you want to just take you home now or do you want to watch the end of this movie? Charlie. Mm. Literal zombie <laughs> noises coming from the typist. Mm. <laughs> me. You just zone out completely whenever I'm talking to you. Mm. That's the sound of the phone locking. <laughs> Put the phone down. What? <laughs> Blank face. What? What? What end we the? I was like, what did I just say? And you went, "Um, do, do you want to watch the end of Zodiac? <laughs> we weren't watching Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: you can't say that i don't make you we weren't
0: even watching anything with a Z in the name (laughs) it's just because i said zone
1: oh my god we had such a laugh the other night watching black mirror didn't we
0: god (laughs) i don't know if
1: anyone watches black mirror but i'm like i think everyone does at this point i'm quite into it It, like I, i always like jake gets annoyed and he's like i can't watch anymore
0: because i hate humanity after i watch it
1: and then I'm like, no, I want to watch it again.
0: So we came across an episode called Crocodile.
1: And, yeah, I didn't see no crocodiles. But, anyways. Oh my
0: God, it's because of the screens.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> the screens?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. The screens? <laughs> you want know, to put the implant on the head? Yeah. And then it opened the screen? Yeah. It's because it was like a crocodile mouth. Oh, is that why? Yes.
1: All right. <laughs> i didn't get i didn't that didn't translate to me one bit um <sighs> so there was a bit <sighs> i don't we shouldn't have said the title of it because i should have just been like this is what happened but if you want to watch it i are not telling you what the title is <laughs> but anyways this woman spoiler alert tune off if you don't want to know um it's been out a while i think yeah. we can spoil it there's a. Uh, a woman and she goes and kills the woman who's investigating her
0: it's an insurance claim yeah but she has to investigate her
1: so then she goes and kills this woman's husband
0: <laughs> no witnesses
1: because then nobody can vouch that the woman had went to see her Uh huh. and then she sees that there's a baby in the room oh but well, she hears the baby so she goes in but you don't see it, but she kills the baby as well. But then they realise that the baby was actually blind. So she didn't actually need to kill the baby. Off. She didn't know the baby was blind. Mm. So then the only thing left in the room that they could use the memory from, from what it saw, well, what we thought was a hamster. <laughs> so we were like, I was Snapchatting everyone like, oh my God, this hamster's telling everyone what happened. And then
0: Right, you need to send us the video of what happened so I can put the audio in the podcast but then
1: we watched it again and realised it wasn't a hamster, <laughs> it was a guinea pig <laughs> guinea pig but like, it was just really funny because Jake's laugh's just hilarious
0: let's just point this out though, the technology of this episode means that they can play as an implant on the side of your head, look at a TV screen see what you saw during a certain period of time and they did that with a hamster a guinea pig a guinea pig <laughs> <laughs>
1: It just made us laugh.
0: I was howling like I actually was about to make the joke saying, "Are they? Are they gonna scan the 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 hamster's (laughs) memories?" And then then they did it.
1: Yeah, I (laughs) Snapchat it. So many people, and my friend was like. You do realize that's a guinea pig, you idiot. And I was like, Yes, listen to the last Snapchat, Jake can't breathe trying to say a guinea pig.
0: I was like, Retraction.
1: (laughs) It's a guinea pig.
0: Oh he has the audio. Yeah. Are you actually gonna play the audio now? (laughs) I need to watch it. Retraction. It's a guinea pig. Oh, I love my laugh.
1: Your mum sent us loads of like crying laughing faces back as well when she got the Snapchat of it. <laughs> and then two people that I work with were like, oh my God, Jake's laugh is actually funnier than the hamster slash guinea pig. <laughs> what
0: can I say? I have an infectious laugh. Um, I love how despite everything we've spoken about on this episode, we can still laugh. Mm. And that's what's important. Even though the world is full of utter shit. And horrible you people. Laugh. You can still laugh. Yeah, You're allowed to do that. That's the whole point of this podcast. Anyway, right. Should we get out of here? Yes. Right. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, rate us on Stitcher, Podchaser and iTunes. And email in gmail.com.
1: Listen in next time for the letter A.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And we will see y'all next week.
1: Good Good night.
0: night. Let's switch that actually. You do the deep one, I'll do the high one. I don't want to do the deep one. Three, two one
1: good, good night, night. <laughs> <laughs> i have to find one to do that
0: <laughs> i'm angry <laughs> i must frown <laughs>
1: terror <laughs>